Hey everybody, welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree and joining me today is a woman I am actively building a lifelong love affair with. We're only a few years in, but I'll tell you, the magic is entirely still there. Uh, we've been on some incredible adventures together, some unforgettable travels. We even had a podcast together. Now, things may get emotional. They often run real hot when we're together, so you've been warned. Joining me today is the sensational Miss Romy Rain. Oh my gosh, it's Romy Rain. Hello. Hello, Laura Desiree. How are you doing, beautiful? I am so wonderful, and I have missed this so much. It feels so good to talk to you in a, a Zoom room. I love this. I mean, we're so good at just talking with each other. This is the you whole thing. The, ex exactly. And even though um, the days of uh, our fabulous podcast, uh, even though every day puts it further into the background, you and I haven't stopped our line of dialogue and our line of, of communications here, people, just so you know, okay? No, that's the thing. I mean, even our fans keep saying that they love that we're continuing to do this kind of stuff. We're, we stay having podcasts and conversations, alerting the masses, giving our opinions, because the people want it. So we have to give the people what we want. That, that's when you know it's real love right okay mm -hmm. because there's something that keeps you coming back for more so yeah. i'm i'm so happy that you're here today we've got a lot of uh big ticket items to get through always a lot to talk about oh my gosh okay where do we start okay so let's start with the fact that this morning look i'm on the east coast you're on the west coast and i woke up to you sending me a text about this year's AVNs uh, happening uh, in a virtual setting. First of all, how the fuck were you awake before me? I don't know. Uh, you are a news hound and you brought me this story. It's what woke me up this morning. AVN going virtual. What well, was funny, I think it was like technically in the middle of the night for you. Like, I think I sent it to you at like 10, 11 o'clock and I couldn't help myself, even though I know you're three hours ahead. I was like, right. bitch, did you see this? Which is like, it's very bittersweet in so many ways because it just, it also reminded me too, like Avian is technically how we really met and connected yeah. really for the yeah. first time. I mean, that is, that is the origin story of us was that I, I went up to your suite and knocked on the door and walked in in some red kinky vinyl boots and we sat on that couch and hit it off like that's our that's our place you know on our anniversary i was naked like it was a role yeah. reversal that, that's it that's it okay we were gonna take our children there <laughs> no it's true i mean it, it was i kind of expected it because at this point i mean it, it's mid-september they usually announce this way earlier i mean the year that we really kind of connected was the year yeah. that i was i was hosting and we were told like in april that we were hosts they shot everything in like june and i think they announced everything in july so the right. fact that it was like mid-september and like nothing's been said yet in any way like no even mention of like virtual hosts i mean last year i mean there was still a host last year mm. so i mean i'm sure they're still gonna do something like that but 
but yeah, it's like, it's so much has really changed in the past two years. So it is, it is pretty wild that, yeah, mid-September, everything is yeah. going to be all virtual pretty much. There's whispers that like a couple other shows may be live and maybe in person, but I mean, you know, zero offense to any of them. I kind of had like a little Twitter talk with some people about this last night, but like AVN was the show, like right. it was the mainstream show that everybody even not in the industry knew about, especially when you include the expo. So it not happening two years in a row is is kind of it's a kind of an end of an era in a lot of ways and that hotel of course our our favorite uh our favorite hotel in vegas uh the hard mm -hmm. rock went under a facelift as well so like it really is the end of an era uh i believe yeah. it was relaunching as the virgin right which i think is still <laughs> ironically i know i know i think that's still <laughs> genius and i hope that you know in the next year maybe 2022 they said 2022 it will be back as a publicly attended event but as I was reading the comments underneath this article, uh, I, I had I had so many eye rolls, head shakes, and giggles. A lot of people were saying, "Wait a minute, uh, the Exotica Expo is still happening. Uh, wait a minute, other live events are still happening. What the fuck is this about? Do you feel that it's irresponsible for these live events to be happening? Because look, we've been to them. We know what kind of interactions yeah. happen." Yeah, I think irresponsible is a is a kind of a tough one. I think I some people would say yes. I'm a little bit conflicted by that. I mean, it does it does depend. I mean, because I don't really know what some of the criteria is. I I don't assume that you have to show proof of vaccination necessarily to get in there, uh, especially like the exoticas and depending on where they're happening, like uh, like what state is it happening in? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, some care more, some care less. In all honesty. But uh, I don't know. Well, they also, and I, I agree with the AVN stance of because AVN Expo was also such like a worldly international event, like so many other countries still can't really travel right, right. now. I mean, USA can barely kind of get back to life. So, I mean, I do understand in that mentality because that was the big Vegas hub. It's what everybody knew of, it's what everybody went to. The tickets were really expensive for a lot of people. But but for the the other smaller events, it's it's tricky. I mean, again, I don't want to insult any events. I am no. not against anybody going. Live your life, do your thing. In some ways, like I'll always have a, like a miss and have a soft spot. But I'm not going to yeah. any like porn conventions this year, and it's debatable because some are like, no, we want to be safe, and other ones are like, no, fuck it, let's go. Do I think that any event is necessarily going to be packed, at least in the way that it was a couple of years ago? No yeah. way. So, so it's like I don't know. I understand people want to go just for the nostalgia and just to get out of the house. Yeah. But I did read uh, one of the comments too that were talking about comments. There, somebody did mention that there was a convention in August that apparently allegedly did spur a little bit of an outbreak. Mm. So I think that is a little bit of a, a tough debate. And then again, when we're talking about the biggest expo and trade show in adult entertainment, it is hard to say that it's like the most responsible thing to do because it's Vegas, it's the hub, you will be coming in internationally. And a lot of people can't even if they wanted to. And I think a lot of it, just to be blunt, like it's not gonna make the money that it would need to make. Like these yeah. international tickets are expensive. It really depends on these companies shelling out big bucks for these fancy booths, performers coming and spending their own money on like wardrobe like their yeah. their merchandise it's like it's not cheap for anybody and i just honestly don't necessarily think it would make the profit that it would need to 
to be worth it. And I think right. that's, that's kind of a big thing. And it is, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a giant global marketplace for yeah. both the fans coming in to, you know, get the swag and get the experiences, but it's also a global marketplace for business that let's be honest, could happen over emails, over phone calls, uh, virtually. So it does seem like the best solution right now. Of course, I'm feeling FOMO for yeah. everyone that is going to these events that, you know, I am seeing little snippets of some of these expos that have been happening. Yeah, there's FOMO there. I'm like, yeah. man, it would be so nice. But at this point, I'm like, let's just hunker down and let's make the best of a virtual expo again. Look, I've yeah. attended the last three. I know that XBiz did some some virtual uh, experiences and I know that AVN last year did it. So it's like, you know, if this is the solution, then let's just get back into our sexy gear and turn on our cams. Yeah, I mean, if that's what it has to be. And I, I think, you know, it... Uh, something else I had a, a was chatting about when it come to last night was that it just it honestly does show the switch up in the game too. It's like mm. we can't kind of keep fighting this like change of an era. Like most of it is online, most of it is interacting with fans. And you know, I saw some fans be like, "Oh, I'm really gonna miss meeting people that are really excited to meet yeah. and like getting a signed DVD." And it's like, well, you know, at this point, even DVDs are arguably yeah. obsolete. Like, and you're gonna as a performer, you're gonna be able to meet and interact with more fans digitally than you ever really could like for people standing in a line all day long so it's like while it is amazing that like you know literally reach out and touch somebody kind of mentality is like is it the best way to people for really to be spending their time is it the best way to make money nowadays yeah. Do you really need to go to conventions to get your face out there? Or I mean, is social media just as valuable, if not more so nowadays? So, and then I don't know. And then I I do feel bad for like newer performers in mm. that sense, or people like new to the game. Cause I even it's easy for me to say, probably, you know, relatively easy for you to say, even though like we miss what it used to be. But at the same time, even if it happened this year, it's not gonna be what it was five years ago. Like no. There's not going to be as many people who go, not as many mainstream people who go, just even just for the COVID thing. So it's like, it's easy for me to say as somebody who had really great uh, adventures and like I won awards, I've hosted shows like, yeah, like whatever for me, fine. Okay. If it doesn't really ever happen again, like it is what it is. Like I've evolved and I'm doing a lot of different things now too, but for like new performers or mm. people new to the business or wanting to be a part of it, two to three years is a long time in adult entertainment or entertainment in general. Like that could really be, you know, you're hitting the ground running your big years. So I do see it as like kind of, it definitely would be depressing for a lot of people who who got into the business for that glitz and glamour yeah. moments and it's just kind of not available anymore even if you wanted it to be so, so for those for those newer uh, entertainers that are like you know just trying to get the momentum in their career going and are really missing out on the opportunity like a live event to maybe meet some collaborators and build a fan base what do they do to keep themselves on track I mean obviously social media is a huge opportunity there but is it uh is it something that translates or transfers in regards to like maybe camming more or or speaking out more making more public statements like how do you ensure sure the success that you know being at a live event would have given you in a virtual space 
Um, I think it's it's really important to evolve with the times, almost kind of how there was so many people behind the scenes, like the old guard, as we used to say, that were so mm. against creating content or who like hated tube sites and clip sites because it meant the end of the DVD era. It's like, there's only so much you can fight in all reality. Like you can speak up for yourself. I mean, that's kind of what we should be doing nowadays, but don't fight the evolution that is not going to be going anywhere. I think even right. if COVID like disappeared tomorrow, the you know it's everything's been the horse has been let out of the barn like it's it is a social media era it is a content creator's world I have said before if you're not creating content and doing webcam and cultivating your social media fan base and following I think you are kind of doing it wrong I think it that's just hoofing it on set and shooting five days a week for other people and hoping to get some awards to maybe get your name out there and stick around a little longer and get on people's good sides behind the scenes. Like, I think that's kind of old school. I think that's kind of the dated way of doing things. Like with all due respect, I think you need to be being your own boss a little more. Like I used to be on set with like brand new performers who would be like, yeah, but I'm a brand. And it's like, okay, well, what is your brand? Yeah are you doing? What are you standing for? What do you want people to know of you as? Because if you're just being hired by other people and being told what to do and kind of forming yourself every day to what people want, and then, you know, something like COVID happens and you kind of have nothing of your own, like the people who are against folks shooting content and camming, like just to say like, oh, come on, why would you even do that? Like, and then COVID happens and everybody's kind of fucked and they have to really start from scratch when they could have already had like something for themselves. And I think if you're thinking long-term now, long-term is ownership. Long-term mm. is cultivating your own stuff. Like, sure, work for other people, do whatever you want. But it is important to like make sure that you're thinking about yourself and your future and you have something to show for all of your work. Because like, you know, what if, again, these award shows go away and you're not walking these red carpets and accepting award on stage to validate all the work that you've been doing? Like, right. are you just going to suddenly like not feel validated? and feel like this is a waste of time and it's going to hurt your feelings like no fuck that hey like a trophy is really neat but like a lot of people that I know who have trophies including myself like they're in a closet you know like what like you're going to show off your trophy via like a cam show sure but at the same time like you got to think about what's going to be making you money what's going to keep your fan base happy and what's like what's worth it in the grand scheme of things and I think things are just changing a little bit yeah and and with with uh, this this event and this awards show and AVN as an entire experience going virtual. I think this is, I hate this expression, but I think it is a kick in the pants to anybody who's like, wait a minute, I haven't really been focusing on the virtual side of my career. I haven't really been, this is a hugely virtual business nowadays. The digital demands of being successful in the adult industry. I mean, it really is the foundation that you need to have to set yourself up for success. It's a virtual world now. Like kids are becoming millionaires off of TikTok and YouTube and Twitch. Like I think you need to, if you want to have that you need to really focus on like the bigger picture like things have changed a lot relatively quickly but you need to embrace it and you need to really go for it it's not even just digital in the entertainment industry or adult entertainment it's digital in all of entertainment now totally 
Totally, totally. But at the same time, I do see this as this could be an interesting opportunity for event planners uh, like the, the the big thinkers and the people who put together AVN, you know, Tony and his team. Uh, this is an opportunity to rethink some of the functionality, some of the purpose, some of uh, some of the way that uh, this event conducts business. I mean, would you say that there are any opportunities to improve? What would those areas be in the entire experience of AVN? What is this an opportunity to maybe improve upon? Um, I think, you know, it's really important to acknowledge the diversity within the industry in so many ways. I think things were quietly starting to change because I, there was a lot of comments from like veterans who were saying like, oh, you know, some of these conventions and award shows haven't been great for five or 10 years until like it was, it was the the old was really about porn. It was really about stars. Like now it's like a lot about like camming and like clips and promo and mainstream. And I like, but a part of me is like, yeah that's just but that's just how it is now and I think uh it said a lot about like the shift in what entertainment especially adult entertainment is and not only is but what's actually making money because mm. when you pay attention these campsites and clip sites are what sponsors all of yeah. these like porn award shows and parties. So I think there really does need to be more of an overall embrace. I don't think porn is ever gonna be like, it's not gonna revert back to the VHS <laughs> DVD era. It's just not, it's gonna keep expanding and evolving. And in some ways that's amazing because you know it even ties into how much we talk about being neglected and being stuffed down and shadow banned. Like if we like are acknowledged more on all these different playing fields, on all these different platforms, as being multifaceted and having mm. different interests and being able to be involved in different things like hosting, like streaming, like creating videos and behind the scenes. And I think that's really important to be treated more as human beings and not just these like, you know, silly little sex dolls who like show up to sets and then go home and then show up to set again and then go home. And that's why I think some people still don't take us seriously in that way. Like we were talking about like some comments that are like, oh, come on whatever these like these girls are afraid of covid like they're just swapping fluids willy-nilly either way and i'm like that's what you think we do all day we're right. just like sitting around swapping fluids and then going home and like not taking a shower and then going to swap fluids again like there's so much more that we do and that we can do nowadays and i feel like we need to really take charge of that and really go for it and embrace it because there's a lot more to us than just you know fuck dolls who are told what to do by a random company that's right. And, and, and say that the ambition is there. Say that, check, we've got the ambition. It's the know-how. It's the people saying, well, I'm not equipped to, you know, necessarily know how to navigate the tech opportunities, the platforms, the streaming, the whatever. What's that advice then? Like, where do you start? Um, in all honesty, I do think a lot of these platforms are very user friendly nowadays. I mean, when people ask like, what do I need to do? What do I need to buy? I'll even I've like I've written many times, like I'll give you a little list of like some of my favorite things to use and buy. Like, you know, as you can even see in your frame, like you get an external microphone, you get a couple of pretty lights behind you, you get a webcam like, you know, it's not I hate to like just be blunt. It's not necessarily rocket science, here, right. especially if you're on like sets in multiple different kinds of ways, like you see 
see how it works. And like, and I don't like the idea of like, oh, like, I don't know how to do it. I need yeah. somebody else to do everything for me. Because again, like sometimes those are the same people who are like, I'm a business, I'm a boss, I'm a brand. I'm like, okay, you're a business boss and brands, but like you, you're tripping over yourself about how to like set up a webcam or a light. Like it's not you need to learn that. I'm sorry. Like we're entertainers. We're streamers. We do interviews. We want to be known as like these powerful, creative individuals. Like, I think you need to take some initiative, ask some questions, get some advice and really like learn by doing. Again, I think that was like the problem that some people had before COVID really hit because it forced them to have to learn really quick when in all honesty, we should have kind of been on that a little bit from the get. Like if you want to really be survive long term as an entertainer in any facet of the word, like you need to have a little bit of wherewithal and really, you know, pay attention to things around you and like be a part of it. Like, don't just have things happen to you, have right. them happen because you're making them happen. So right. I think learn. I think education is everything. Talk to people you admire, do a little bit of research, but I like, I hate to say it. It's not all that hard to shoot some decent looking content nowadays. No, I mean, we've got fucking amazing cameras on our phones. Amazing yeah, on cameras. Phone. You, you can edit the damn thing and distribute the damn thing all from your phone. Yeah. So I don't really like the argument of like, oh, I just can't do it. No one can do it. Like, what do you mean you can't do it? Yes, you absolutely can. Have, have these people, have these websites you can stream on your phone. You don't even need an external <laughs> webcam or microphone. So it's definitely doable. I don't think that you should be afraid of that or let people make you afraid of that because in some ways, I hate to say it, like, but it, it was its own form of subtle control and making you feel dependent on other people oh, or so true. certain situations. Like you're not dependent on other people we are very strong and capable and frankly anything that anybody else can do we can do probably better so, so don't true. be afraid so true oh my god wise 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 words there serious wisdom i mean uh we really are our own bosses entirely so there is uh it is up to you you know, yeah. so, so have that knowledge base, even if it means, you know what, I'm going to dedicate the next two weeks to just screwing around on a couple different sites and seeing which one is getting me the best results, then go forth. Absolutely. I think that's, that's how you really learn. You learn by doing, and there's so many different uh, opportunities and ways to do this now. I mean, one of our last big conversations was about like the fear of like only fans kicking us off and now they change their minds because they realize how valuable we really are. But in during that week, we are all having conversations about all these other things that we could do, all these other platforms that we could be a part of. Like there's, there's a lot of options nowadays. So I think there's, there's no reason to be afraid of expanding and experimenting because now we have the resources, but I have a question for you now. So how have things like grown and changed for you? Like in the past, like two to three years, even just like when we first met into now, like you've kind of become like Wrong. whole entity businesswoman. So like share with the class your advice and your evolution. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I mean, I, I came into this as uh, a, a news anchor for naked news, my foray into the adult industry. I mean, yes, I was taking my clothes off on stages before all of that, but, uh, but doing it and sharing it uh, in a, a public sector, a uh, digital sector, uh, for me, I came in not knowing very much about the tech aspects of things. I'd have a couple social media profiles, but like I wasn't down with 
streaming or OBS or any of that headache, as I like to refer to it as. And um, the pandemic was a great opportunity. Before then, I had already figured out, obviously, uh, you know, setting up a content creation account. And uh, and on Naked News in particular, we started something called Fan Zone. Fan Zone evolved into Tempted, and Tempted now is my home base where I've been having an incredible experience just making content at my leisure and really connecting with my fan base as an individual as opposed to a cast member of a naked TV show. And that to me has been the best insight as to how I can be successful. I mean, I'm able to interact with these people, find out what they are enjoying from the content. And of course, not just playing by their rules. I'm not here just saying, okay, what do you want on this menu? I'm also saying, these are my passions that I'm collecting along the way and presenting them. And because I'm presenting something I'm passionate about, I'm able to gauge the response. And it's been a wonderful, it's been a wonderful experience. I mean, I, I'm not on OnlyFans, but regardless, I am still so very aware of how the industry has evolved in that regard. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was definitely all eyes and ears on the news when I saw that that shit broke. And, you know, a lot of people were screwed for four days thinking four or five days, however many days the temporary ban was uh, being mentioned. It was a very scary moment because people were thinking, okay, what the fuck? What the actual fuck am I supposed to do? I mean, I've built an archive of content in just one place. What do I do? Mm-hmm. No, so absolutely. it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a moment that you could feel the 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 ground beneath you tremble. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was, uh, it was an interesting, an interesting temporary ban. And I think that a lot of people have had a moment to wake up and say let's be a little bit more business-minded about how I'm going to get my content out to people and how I'm going to put security into my own business. Whether that means putting yourself on multiple platforms or whether that means, uh, you know, uh, being a little bit more careful with the earnings that you have made and whether or not you want to continue relying solely on content creation or whether you want to do some investments or whatever it might be. So it's been, it's been a very, it's been a wild time. We we are living through quite a moment for this business. Oh, completely. Yeah, I think it's it's evolved so much and very quickly. I think things started to happen a few years ago, but obviously in the past couple of years, it's been this explosion upon like, okay, what else can we like dip our little fingers into, pun intended. Right. And I think it's like, it's really incredible thing. I mean, even me kind of like knowing you and watching you for the past like few years, like you, you're, you're a host, but you create content. Now you do streaming. Now you're like, uh, you're a centerfold now. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like there, there's a lot that can really happen in a few years time. That is a lot, is a lot bigger than just like kind of the small bubble sometimes that we think that we're in. Like we have, there's so much capabilities of doing so many different things. And I think it's scary for sure. Yes. yes. If you're newer, but like sometimes fear is a little exciting, right? Like right. That's, that's why we do things. That's why we want to experiment. It's, it's and- fun. And exactly. And in the business today, it's like, let's rely less on the management, the agents. I'm saying this proudly because look, if there's anything we've learned by this pandemic and by even a little blip in the fucking experience of it all being the temporary ban on OnlyFans, it's like, invest in yourself and the knowledge you need to keep your business alive, but make sure that you are looking out for you. 
Absolutely. Don't rely on anyone else to handle your career. Because you shouldn't. And nobody is going to care about you and your career like you. And there are some like great allies you can form and uh, business relationships. But again, it's your business, your brand. And I think it for a while, you know, when I was newer, it wasn't necessarily cool to think super long term. Mm. Because like, and essentially, like careers were arguably shorter, five plus years ago, but now a performer, entertainer, host, dancer, cam girl, model, our careers can essentially be as long as we want them to be as long as we keep creating content. And as long as we keep interacting with our fans, it's up to us now. And I think it it's very important to think about you years from now or how you can make money while you sleep. I mean, that's like the real business boss mentality. It's like, how can I do what I love to do, especially more over time, do like what really excites me, what really embraces me while still being able to survive. And I think, yeah, having your eggs in multiple baskets while chasing your own passions is kind of amazing. And I I think- like we're limiting ourselves by thinking that we have to do things the same way as we did five plus years ago, because it is a different world. And, you know, in some ways we need to take a lesson from like all of these other forms of media, like the, you know, these TikTokers and Twitch streamers and YouTube, and not even just necessarily being on those platforms or doing what they do, but paying attention to how media has changed and what's being embraced right now, what's being taken seriously and all these different facets to make money and to get your name out there or even to use as a launching pad to things you really want to do i think you you shouldn't be afraid anymore even though it is scary but you need to you need to care about you it's okay to be a little selfish nowadays you're supposed to be okay so for the people though that are listening and trust me i i had a little split screen in my mind thinking if i was listening to this and i was a uh, blossoming performer or content creator it, it would sound like a lot like oh my god everything is on me and this is i'm expected pressure 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 all of that aside here let's talk about community for a second and what the outlets and options are for someone that is struggling like in reality yes there's a lot of pressure to be savvy to be smart to be sophisticated about the way you go about your career especially in this digital battlefield that we live and exist in today. But I I think that there is a very necessary reminder that, hey, there are options for you community wise, whether that's reaching out to someone who is is something of a mentor or whether it's going about the way of speaking with an organization like like Pineapple Support. Uh, I mean, they're leaders in this in particular. Do you have advice for people that may be going, oh, the pressure of it all? Uh, Maybe maybe I'm feeling a a little bit um, uneasy about how to proceed. No, absolutely. I I do think you should be reaching out to people, like whether it be like mentors, people you admire, uh, groups, coalitions. And I I honestly think that there's more, there's more outlets for people to get some advice and to really kind of just let it out and vent and speak their minds and work together. I mean, I've said before, like another kind of benefit of this new social era and this online era is I do think there's more of a, a community in that sense. Like, yeah, you know, all for one, like, 
your business, your brand. But at the same time, we've never been so much uh, of an allyship in that right. sense than we are in the past like handful of years. But I credit that as because that we're doing our own thing. We're not, I don't think the, the industry is very competitive, especially, you know, entertainment, modeling, sex work, all of it is super competitive. But now we really are reaping so many benefits of working together, even in the most literal sense. Like we're hmm. shooting content together. We're doing streams together. We're like, when we, we were talking about even when the, the OnlyFans possible destruction was happening, everybody was on like these group chats and WhatsApp oh, yeah. and all that. So no, like people, we are coming together more than ever. There are people who are very, very willing to give advice and to just like even tell you like what they've gone through because I don't think, you know, we're as afraid anymore in that sense of like, oh, well, if we say the wrong thing, we're going to be completely banned and blackballed from the industry and no one's going to work with us or hire us. Nowadays, it's like, well, now we have so many different ways to make money in some kind of form of it that like we don't need to be necessarily afraid of any one entity or one person, one award show. Because again, like it could all very quickly go away in that sense, as we've seen, like, you know, yeah. companies have like not been shooting half the years and, you know, these award shows aren't happening to a degree, at least in the way that they should. So now what we have is each other as a community. Mm. It is about like individuals helping individuals. Like, yeah, we are more individualistic in terms of our like businesses now, but in some ways that's a great thing because it's like, okay, let me, let me like pick your brain a little bit. How are you feeling? What are you doing? Mm. What are you going through? Let's, yeah. let's work together. I mean, and I think that's, it can be a really amazing thing. And I talk about this a bunch. I've never denied how like competitive the industry can be and how it can be honestly, legitimately difficult to form actual friendships when it comes to like sex work, modeling, work in general, but it is so valuable when you can. And I think it's it's such a beautiful thing to really come together and to help each other out because you can learn from each other in so many different ways, mm. even if it's something of an attitude adjustment in some kind of way, or somebody saying, hey, maybe that's not okay what you're going through, or hey, maybe talk to this person. You guys do a similar thing, like that work together, work with them. So, I mean, I do think that you shouldn't be afraid of reaching out. You shouldn't be be afraid of speaking out again use your social medias as like again as huge promo but at the same time that used to be like oh I don't want to ever speak on my social media because I'm afraid of my fans not thinking I'm super sexy all the time but you also want your fans <laughs> to think of you as a real person at the same time you want to be respected as a human being and not just like a sex worker unless hey you just want to be known as a sexy sex worker that's fine right Live your life. but don't be afraid of using your voice in every way I mean I've been helped out by fans sometimes when it comes to like setting up certain kinds of tech and how to like navigate certain websites, like especially things like Twitch and sites that we're really kind of getting on for the first time. So I think, you know, use the resources. Don't be afraid of each other anymore. Cause in that sense, you really don't have anything to lose by reaching out or by speaking your mind. So do you but also connect with people that are doing what you do as well, that you really want to learn from and work with. Because I think nowadays everybody is looking for other people to work with and to try to form allyships and really grow together. Because if like we're like thriving as individuals, that means other people can thrive. If you're doing well, that like subconsciously means that I can kind of be doing well. And hey, maybe I, we can do well together. So it's an thing. Yeah, we should be. So I don't think like you need to be as nervous about like competition in that kind of sense anymore, because we are such individuals and we can coexist together and we can share the same fans. So yeah. 
Yeah, let's let's be but, friends if you want to be friends for fuck's sake. Well, people, there you go. There's your invite, okay, everyone. <laughs> but but you know, you are an undeniable leader, okay? I see you making your comments in the press, girl. I see you using your Twitter, making statements and whatnot. What compels you to share this and to 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 lead and to be a voice? What tells you that that's the right thing to do? I think a lot of people wrestle with that inside of themselves. I think to be honest, I mean, I, I kind of said this not too long ago when it came to like when uh, when the uh, the OF thing was happening again, I was I was like, look, I was anybody who wants to be retweeted or promoted, fucking hit me up. I'll retweet you. I'm not going to charge you. I'm not one of those kind of people. And hey, I get it. Even like paying for social media for some people, that's a big business in its own. But yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit. It's like it's no skin off my nose. Retweet. There you go. Not that serious. Let's like try to work together. Let's try to make money. Um, and because I don't want fucking people to see like the industry not doing well. I don't want to add fuel to the fire of like people looking down at us and being like, oh, look at these poor, like lame girls and boys and anybody in between who's they're struggling. This industry so hard. Nobody's mm. helping each other. Everybody like hates each other. And if you're not doing blank, then you're not successful. I don't like that. And to be honest, it's because I felt alone in the industry, like, especially when I was newer and like when I was going through things, like I haven't had like that easy of a ride necessarily, but it's like, I don't like to always like go into that because yeah. at the same time, I, I am successful, especially on like the outside of things. I've acknowledged that I consider myself one of the lucky ones, despite the bullshit that I've gone through, despite being talked down to by directors and not feeling like I had agents who cared about me and like losing friends because I wasn't like helping them in a sense anymore. And it's like, I know what that feels like for people to maybe like not care or to treat us maybe ways that we don't think that we deserve to be treated or not want to help us because it didn't benefit them. And like, I don't give a shit. Like, I think we should be helping each other to a degree. Again, do your own fucking thing. But like, I don't think anybody needs to fail in order for me to be successful. I've never, I've never thought that. I think that's, that's ridiculous that other people want you to think in order to be more competitive with each other so they can like kind of vicariously control you. And it's just, I, I know how it feels. I'm always in it, like underdog syndrome. Like yeah. I'm always going to remember what it feels like to be new for people to not care, to be struggling and to really want to like grow and evolve. And again, like, I'm like, I, I grew up on free lunch, man. Like I was not like a privileged kid. Like I like being successful and having a platform and having a voice and having a way to make money is, is something that I didn't necessarily think could possibly happen for me mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things. So like, I really, appreciate like the good that I have and I, I don't and I didn't like sign up to fucking you know be in sex work to be a mentor necessarily you know <laughs> what I mean like what the fuck like especially little like mouthy Italian from Boston like yeah the, girl I was gonna say I was gonna like, say the underdog shit is such an east coast origin yeah. story because man these four seasons can be rough honey they can be <laughs> yeah, rough. but at the same time I don't want to fucking deny where I came from or act like everything's always been great I've always been like this super yeah. badass porn star, Rummy fucking rain. Nobody can compete <laughs> with me. Like, nah, man, like shit has been hard sometimes. Like I've dealt with some bullshit and I've also had such like amazing accomplishments and stories in some ways, like more successful than I ever thought I could be mm. in the industry. And 
I, and I don't know, I think in some ways, like it's, it's not necessarily an obligation, but I do think that it is important to pay it forward a little bit if you can. And like, why not again? Like, especially if it doesn't fucking, it's not gonna, it doesn't hurt me at all to give a retweet. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's not that serious. Like if you lose your social media, I'll fucking re-promote you. It's not that serious. Like we should be doing that for each other. We love to always say that we're all in this together when something big, crazy, tragic, yeah. whatever happens, but we should fucking be in it together, like regardless in that way. And I've always, again, the underdog syndrome of like thinking like, oh, nobody really likes each other. Everybody's super competitive. I do feel that way at the same time while also saying that's not necessarily how it should be. Hmm. So. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm trying to be the person that I, I want to be and be the person that I, I wish that maybe I had when I was newer. I mean, it's almost kind of like lame as that sounds. I like to oh. sound cool, but like, I don't know. I, I'm, I am still, I'm, I'm a boss bitch, but like, I'm a sensitive boss bitch that tries to see the forest for the trees. And again, like if people look good in the industry and can continue to thrive and grow, that's also better for me. I want to be surrounded by badass people who are successful. I want to be in businesses that are known for making money and mm. being like cool and successful and people are taking seriously. Again, I think that's good for everybody. So I I'm mean, just you, trying to- You said that it's something you're trying to do. It's something you are doing, Romy. So for, for everyone that's like, how how do I- find all of the many adventures that she's up to these days uh where do i find the content in case she started putting it in different places how do people find uh your latest and greatest hits uh well you know i just like have my own little url for most things it's findromi.com if you want to find me everywhere that's kind of links to all of my links i am on OnlyFans. i'm on tempted i'm on fansly i'm on loyal fans i'm on many vids i have like my own profiles on tube sites i'm like on twitter and instagram both profiles are verified please don't get scammed i'm not talking to you for free via dm on social media i'm sorry i'm on twitch the real romy rain I have like, I'm cultivating my safer work community. So they like, I talk to me as like a normal person. So it's not all like sex bomb, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm like all over the internet. You know, you can support me by buying my sex toy fleshlights. And yeah, so I'm, I try to be as many places as possible while still maintaining something of a life and as much as I can and enjoying what I can and mixing it up. But let me just throw in there that, you know, you're like trying to lay it on me in like a nice, like sweet, fluffy way. But frankly, again, I, it's important for people to know this on, on Licked and Loaded, on your, your platform, that you've been um, an amazing ally and like, I don't know if I want to say resource, but like an amazing person for me in this industry and and beyond like you like you were somebody that I said from the beginning like you kind of opened my eyes in a lot of ways too about all the other things that we could be doing like you there's no there's a big world when it comes to sex work and adult entertainment and entertainment in general and how much those can bleed together mm -hmm. and and I think you're kind of a leader and a pioneer in that as well I feel like I've seen you really evolve and take charge <laughs> more and spread yourself around no pun intended and it's like I think it's kind of incredible like now you are like this legitimate like uh fucking professional host you're a content creator you're a centerfold go fucking pick up her hustler magazine and maybe keep an eye out for what she could be doing in the future and it's like I think it's so amazing that like again especially maybe as a it's you become the veteran status that I can like form these connections with like really 
confident, powerful like women, especially, so I can really connect on the similar level. And I, I think it's it's really, really valuable and something that maybe like I didn't realize how valuable it was when I was newer. But I, I very much value our not only business relationship, but our personal friendship. And it just it's very important to me. And it's amazing that like I have more people nowadays be this be able to vent to if we need to fucking talk shit about what's We're going on. Like, bullshit that's what i'm saying (laughs) and look i know that you're on every platform romy here romy there but do you know where else romy is Hmm. romy's in my heart oh shit (laughs) (laughs) so i'm glad that everyone knows all the places to find you please don't come looking for her in my heart i have it very safely guarded there's a big security team around it actually like there's uh-huh. a there's a, a lot to protect it so i'm uh, I, i'm i'm very happy to have had this opportunity to once again chat with you about everything we love about this business and the current state of things romy yes. thank you so very much for joining me today on licked and loaded Thank you so much. And maybe we should do another dual stream on Tempted sometime. I think we will, people. So all of you watching and listening, make sure that you like, favorite, subscribe to this channel. And of course, come find us on all the platforms you can. Until next time, I'm Laura Desiree. This has been Licked and Loaded, a Cam 4 podcast. See you later. <laughs>